Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host, Bailey, and on today's special episode of AB Cinema, I will be discussing Atuma and Namora, or Namora, and who they are and what they mean to the Marvel comics and to the MCU moving forward. Let's start it off with Atuma. Atuma was first introduced in Fantastic Four 33 in 1964. He was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Born into a tribe of nomadic Atlantean barbarians, he is often fighting Namor, or Namor as he is known in the MCU, and has teamed up with human scientists or renegade Atlanteans to conquer Atlantis. He's often attacked surface dwellers due to his hatred for them, but has typically been thwarted by the Avengers as well as the Fantastic Four teams. Atuma was defeated once and for all when Sentry, a character that hasn't been introduced in the MCU, beheaded him. Later on, Doctor Doom brought him back to life. In the comic storyline, Fear Itself, the Hammer of the Worthy transformed him into Nurkod, Breaker of Oceans, but he lost his power eventually, and soon after, he discovered the lost city of Lemuria which is a city near Atlantis, which was originally inhabited by Deviants, who we saw originally introduced in the movie The Eternals as the facade of the villains of that, of that movie. In the MCU, he will be played by Alex Libanavi, and who he is known for his roles in Ozark, American Horror Story, and Queen of the South. So, Atuma, to me, is an interesting character I'm excited to see him. He seems very barbaric from what we've been able to see him, the glimpses that we've gotten of him in the trailers. And to me, this, I feel like Atlantis is going to be very, very similar to how Wakanda is run. I I think that Atuma is going to be the equivalent of M'Baku as to how he was for T'Challa being not a villain, but a rival of sorts. And I think that it's going to be really interesting to see the comparisons between the two. I hope it's, I hope it's just not a copy-paste of M'Baku onto this Mesoamerican Atlantean or Thalokanian. And so I'm very curious to see how the, this character specifically is going to translate onto the screen into this new world that we're going to be introduced to this coming week but it is exciting still i'm i'm hopeful that we'll actually be able to get a namor movie or a namor movie and see these characters go head to head and have some tensions between namor and other characters within atlantis and to see a movie set underwater and and have namor interact with mutants it would be really interesting to see 
Namor and Atuma fighting, and we may get that in this movie. I, I don't know. I feel like Wakanda Forever is going to be heavy on the world building, and I'm excited to see that. I'm happy for that. I love world building, and I think when it's done, when it's executed greatly, it provides a lot of depth for the movie that you're watching. So let's move on to Namora, the cousin of Prince Namor, and her real name is Aquaria Nautica Neptunia. She debuted in the Marvel Mystery Comics number 82 in 1947 and was created by Ken Bald, Bob Powell, and Sid Shores. In the comics, she had the same skin color as Namor and she can breathe air as well. And she also had wings on her ankles too, but they withered away and they prevent her from using her abilities to fly. These attributes of Namora seem to be omitted from the movie, and so I'm curious to see how much this character is going to change from her comic book appearance to her appearance in the movie. But we'll just have to wait and see when it comes out this weekend. She was thought to be murdered by Lyra of Lemuria, but joined the team agents of Atlas in the comics. She sided with the Hulk in World War Hulk storyline, and she's the Queen of Atlantis and belongs to a team of interdimensional travelers. She was killed by an alternate version of Hyperion, who is often compared to Superman but in the Marvel Universe. In the MCU, she's going to be portrayed by Mabel Cadena, or Cadena, and she is known for her roles in Asphalt Goddess, Dance of the 41, and Dos Veces Tu. So that is Namora. I don't know a lot about these two characters, but I am very excited to see how they come into play in the MCU. One of the interesting things about Namora is I believe she's also the spouse of Namor in some of the comics. So I don't know if they're going to have that um, incestual relationship, but it would be really interesting. Well, maybe... Maybe Talakan is closer to the south of <laughs> than we really think. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see uh, to see how these characters translate onto the screen. I'm very excited for this, and I'm very intrigued by the changes that Ryan Coogler has decided to make with their production team and to see where he's going to take these characters going forward. Anyway, that wraps up these character breakdowns for today. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and you can email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and as always, keep watching movies.